Hey, everyone. I'm Will from the Days Past Tooncast. And I'm Travis from the Days Past Tooncast. Usually, this is the part of the show where we do a sketch that sets up the cartoon we're covering. So you can be laughing and learning. We're not doing that today, though. Don't have time for it. So, here's what you need to know. Just the facts. Fact number one. The cartoon we're covering today is Chuck Norris Karate Commandos, a 1986 series starring martial artist and actor Chuck Norris as a fictionalized version of himself. Fact number two. There is no theory of evolution, just a list of creatures Chuck Norris has allowed to live. Fact number three. The tune follows the adventures of Chuck Norris as he leads a government-sanctioned group of martial artists against the terrorist group Vulture, which is overseen by a villain called The Claw. Fact number four. Chuck Norris is so fast, he can run around the world and punch himself in the back of the head. Also, if you have $5 and Chuck Norris has $5, Chuck Norris has more money than you. Okay. That was like two facts, so I guess fact number six. The show was canceled after only hey, five episodes. Will? It was produced by Ruby Spears hey, hey, Enterprises, Will? the same company Will? that... Yes, Travis. Hey, buddy, what can I do for you? I forgot one of mine. Fact number seven. Chuck Norris counted infinity twice. Chuck Norris once visited the Virgin Islands. There's the islands now. Travis. Chuck Norris doesn't cheat death. He Travis. wins fair and square. Travis. Chuck Norris can speak braille. Travis. Chuck Norris can Travis. do the recycling bed. Travis. Chuck Norris puts the laugh in Chuck Norris can slap. Travis. Buddy, come on. You know I hate these stupid Chuck Norris jokes. I think you mean facts, Will? No, not... They're not facts. Uh-huh. In the movie Titanic, Chuck Norris has a brief cameo as the iceberg. Okay. Chuck Norris can squeeze orange okay. juice out of a lemon. Travis. They're making a Travis. sequel to That's 300 enough. starring Chuck Norris. It's Travis. called One. On. Chuck Norris can kill two enough. stones with one bird. Travis. Chuck Norris can string you with a cordless phone. Chuck Norris can play the violin with Stop. a piano. I fucking loathe these stupid, ironic jokes about how godlike this subpar television actor is. Will. This guy should have been a footnote to Hollywood history, Will, come on. and there's a particular breed of asshole that still keeps these things going. Will. It's not 2007. No, Travis, I'm gonna say my thing. But Chuck Norris is gonna. Man, fuck Chuck Norris. <laughs> 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 Chuck Norris doesn't sleep. He waits. Today, on the day's past Tooncast, we're talking about Chuck Norris Karate Commandos. Alright, boys and girls, get ready for an action-packed hour with your friends Will and Travis. It's the day's past Tooncast! Welcome to the Days Past Tooncast for another month. My name is Will. My name is Travis. And on this podcast, we have adult conversations about yesterday's animations. Absoluto. Action. Mundo action. Chop, chop, chop. It's that time of year where things get a little bit more dangerous around here. Oh, yeah. Because the action-packed April is upon us. Got the yoga pants on, buddy. <laughs> is that what you associate with action? Uh-huh. Okay, cool. Hey, man. It is a good, like, I, I'm going to wear, like, a good track suit. Yes. That has me ready to go. I think so. Anytime I have a go bag, uh-huh. it's full of uh, Red Bull. Yeah. And uh, one change of underwear. And, and one yogurt. <laughs> <laughs> one yogurt, one gogurt, because it's my gogurt bag. Yeah, yeah. Action-packed April is the month where Travis and I, we sit down, and we stare at each other man to man, and we say, What's your action about? What's your action about, these guys? Huh? And we sit there, and we're locked in the room for like 
three a good or four weekend. Yeah. yeah, yeah, like a long weekend. Uh-huh. We take time off from work yeah. and we sit here in a sweaty room and we sweat it out like a sweat lodge until yeah. we have reached an understanding about what our actions about about what is your action about? <laughs> What's the action about? <laughs> What's the action on that? Action-packed April is a wonderful time. I mean, if you think we're not going to be screaming for pretty much the whole month, (laughs) even more than usual, you got another thing coming. You better go check the clock and the calendar because it's action-packed April. Mm -hmm. What's your action about? What's your action about? Hey, what's your action about? Tell me a little bit more about your action and what it's about. Do you have a a second? Come here. Uh, I mean, action, like what's the action on that is a a betting thing, isn't it? I think so. Give me me some action on that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, action has a lot of meanings, and we're going to go through every one of them <laughs> right now. On this that's the whole point of the month. No, we we cover the cartoons that I mean, we're already talking about Saturday morning cartoons pretty much twenty four seven. Yep. But and you know, like Thundercats, plenty of action. Even Ghostbusters, lots of action. But these are the cartoons that are based on either properties or people who star in. R-rated films. Murder movies. (laughs) Yeah, the murder movies where people get blown up and you just forget about it because it's happening Mm 24-7. And this is no different because Chuck Norris is here. And boy, is he. We promised we would come back. We have now, as of this podcast, we will have covered two-fifths of the entire cartoon. (laughs) If you can do the math on that. We promised we would come back to it. I thought we'd be here sooner. Mm -hmm. But hey, it feels good to be back. Yeah, hey, sure does. It feels great. It, this kind of suffers from Thundar syndrome for me. Uh, this episode, where we loved the first episode, we watched the second one. It's great, but it's not any crazier <laughs> than the first one, and probably less so. Yeah. And the first one's like dolphins. What are they doing? Uh, uh-huh. Why are we doing experiments? They're firing ninjas out of submarines like guns. So there's some weird shit here. Don't worry, we're gonna get to it. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I, I think the next episode's gonna be even better because I think it's called Terror Train. Oh. And uh, Daddy wants to see. Dude, that's yeah. going to be good. Anything on a train. <laughs> but we're not to the third episode yet. That's probably going to happen next year. So until then, we're going to tell you about this episode and its plot. Chuck Norris Karate Commandos. Season 1, Episode 2 of 5. Originally broadcast September 16th, 1986. Entitled, Target Chuck Norris. Vulture agents fail to steal a computer chip, granting access to NATO's defenses, thanks to a sound defeat by Chuck Norris and his karate commandos. While still seeking the chip, Vulture's leader, Claw, makes the agent called Imposter an offer. $3 million to kill Chuck Norris. Vulture kidnaps Chuck's sidekick too much and secures the computer chip. And when Chuck comes to the rescue, Claw uses the chip to blast him out of the sky. Believing their enemies to be dead, Vulture moves forward with their plans, only to be blindsided and defeated by the very much alive Karate Commandos. This cartoon has awarded us for watching it by giving us live action Uh Chuck Norris bumpers, beginning and end for each episode. (laughs) We have well established, if you go and check the handbook, the DPTC handbook, Mm -hmm. you will see that if a cartoon has live action footage in it, yep. it is automatically better, mm-hmm. whatever better might mean for our purposes, certainly. <laughs> and this is such an apropos start to action-packed April. We start off seeing Chuck Norris naked above the waist, <laughs> sweaty, uh, kind of like he has this lusty, angry energy. Like he's almost like, yeah, babe, I just killed 14 guys. What are you going to do about it? Like, kind of like he wants you to do because he's just hitting the punching bag and he interrupts his workout to talk to you yeah. and tell you a little lesson, <laughs> like as he tends to do. 
And what he says, this happened the first time, dude. This yeah. is crazy to me. Like I, I, I'm confused by it, but I also have a theory. Chuck tells us about, like, bullies suck, basically. Sometimes you're going to meet people who'll do anything to get their own way. You know the kind, bullies who pick on other kids in the schoolyard. They never like to play fair. Just like the claw when he tried to bully me. He seems pretty upset about how Claw, the villain in the cartoon, yeah. starring a fictionalized version of him, bullied him. Yeah. He's genuinely upset about it. Like it does I don't think he's that great of an actor. So I think he's Watch actually your mouth. He's good at acting with his fists. Okay, good. Okay. Okay, yeah. No question there. Okay. Yeah. His fists should be awarded every year. They are. They should be nominated. They are. Yeah. Hey, well, you know, <laughs> that's full <laughs> right, it? He is genuinely upset over being bullied in a cartoon by a villain. Uh-huh. I think he thinks these cartoons actually happened to him. Yeah. I'm with him. I back him 100%. So you think they did too? Yes. See, so here's, uh, we talked about this last time. Mm-hmm. I find you to be a Chuck Norris apologist. Mm-hmm. Like you're going to back him no matter what. Yes. Like I could, I could, he could be dead in front of us and you're like, no, he's still alive. Yeah. True. Okay. True. So there's, there's no point in me arguing with you over why he shouldn't be given all the attention he's given these days. Unless you like wasting your time. I don't like wasting our listeners time. Ooh. Ooh. Jubilation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm not even going to go into that. So yep. I'm, I'm over being negative. Action packed April. Yeah. We're here to be positive mm-hmm. and, and, and invest in each other as grown ass men. Yes. So I'll just say that I think he probably does think that he had these adventures. Do you hold that he had these adventures and it's not a he thinks he did? I would need to talk to him to really find out exactly what okay. I need to say. When about you, that. What's kind of like a time frame for getting him getting back to you on that? Mm, probably never. Can you CC me on the, mm-hmm. on the yeah, email? Yeah. I'll, I'll, yeah. <laughs> Put me on blind, the text blind, chain. I'll blind copy. Yeah. yeah. It's just a police report mm-hmm. that comes back. It's just a <laughs> cease and desist. I'll fax you later on. But that's how we start this thing off is with a sweaty middle-aged man talking to children <laughs> through the screen about an adventure he had that's science fiction. That's filmed in his pool house. <laughs> this, yes. His gym. I, I, it looks exactly like you would think it would in 1986, pretty oh, much. Yeah. Like the the best Top-notch workout equipment at the time, which is like what we think cavemen worked out on now. <laughs> Lots of stair-stepping. Yeah. Chuck Norris is like his position, his role, his character in the cartoon. He's he's very much like he would have a milk mustache a lot of the time because he's so white bread in the cartoon. Yeah. <laughs> like very much just, guys, we're going to do this now. I see you have everything wrapped up. NATO will be glad to get this back. All right, Super Ninja, your turn. He has kind of a northern accent Fargo. going on. A little bit of a Fargo. Yeah, a little Fargo. He's like, hey, guys, let's go to the karate place. It makes him hard to take seriously when he threatens anybody. I mean, it's also the acting career. He's just because Chuck plays himself on this. Yeah. And, you know, I think maybe they should have taken a, a lesson from pro stars that mm-hmm. sometimes the talent support them. Don't make him be himself. Yeah. Like, let someone else take that role for him. Take that burden off of him. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> But in this, he is leading a government-sanctioned group. Mm-hmm. I don't know what branch of the government sanctioned it. It's out of the post office. It's, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's low rung. Some, it was some Chuck Norris fan who's in the post office mm-hmm. who said, like, it's like the, the attorney or whatever they have. <laughs> the attorney general, is that, do they have that? Whoever can get you the, uh, the postmaster, passport. The passport. <laughs> postmaster general. There That's what I'm thinking of. Okay, so the postmaster general is a big Chuck Norris fan, or uh-huh. maybe Chuck Norris like saved his ass. Twice. Didn't take him to jail for something he did. As long as you give me my the beginnings of my crew, which is like a, an army of Asian stereotypes and children uh-huh. that he's putting together. 
But they're, they're government sanctioned, so it's very funny to me to see Chuck Norris just beating up ninjas, because that's the main enemy ninjas. here, in the street, and police show up, and they don't question this man who happens to be wearing a tuxedo at the time, just like coming down a rope and like, hey, fellas, really appreciate the help. Off I go. You know, it's just like they don't, no one reacts like this is weird. Everyone expects Chuck Norris to be this way, I guess. Yeah, it's not a tuxedo. It's the tuxedo. It's a great buddy. tuxedo. It's like a James Bond tuxedo. Yeah. It's not the white one, but it's like he, he has the bow tie, and when it comes undone, that's the good look. Uh-huh. Like you open up the shirt a little bit. Yeah, every see if a lady like I, I don't know, maybe I'm I'm gonna make an assumption. Dude, make an I assumption. I know what I bro. like. Okay. Yeah. I know what I like, and I'm gonna put this on ladies. Okay. Tuxedos mm. are nice. Suits yeah. are nice. But what's extra nice is when after the wedding, like when you're at the reception, you let down the tie, you open mm. the shirt up a little bit. Let the boys show out. a little bit of the boys. Yeah, you're showing them boys. It's the the testicles. Boy, it's called Boys Town, USA. It's oh. right here. <laughs> and you're getting out there on the dance floor and you're uh-huh. sweating a little bit. That's the look, that's really the suit look that you want. And Chuck has given us that. All day, every he day. He looks good. Yeah. He looks a little round in the middle <laughs> up until that point. The way that they're drawing him <laughs> tends to change. So sometimes he looks like he's made out of like Play-Doh. Uh-huh. He's a little stouter looks, than he was. Looks like he's been smoking for four oh, or five man. years. He, he died. 45 I, years. The thing is, I think in real life, he is kind of leathery for a ginger type. Yeah. Yeah. Like we're supposed to be out of the sun as much as possible. <laughs> like never. If you can avoid it 100%, you should. Now, do you claim him as one of your? No, people? I don't. But you that's don't? more out of uh, uh, personal bias than okay. anything else. He doesn't look really that red-haired to me. They draw him way. They color him way more ginger in the cartoon than he is in real life. <sighs> he's a ginger buddy. Oh okay, yeah, that's fine. I'm, I, you asked me what I do. I know, but uh, then I don't like it. So and then now you it. want me to change what I do. It's action <laughs> okay, time. Man. Understood. In the story at one point, there is a benefit dinner mm-hmm. that Chuck is hosting. And it, it's just thrown in there. There's no like buildup to it. It's just kind of a random uh, element that allows ninjas to break into a place. <laughs> Chuck's got this benefit dinner going, and he says that it's for a summer karate camp for kids. Looking at the group that he already has together, which again, it's like a child, a teenager, uh, a lady named Penny, and then two or three like real stereotypes, yeah. stereotypes like very one's a one's a samurai, and one, it's like they got characters from Street Fighter to appear in his t- team. There's a E Honda is on the team, like a yeah. sumo wrestler and a samurai, which are things like I don't know how common those are just walking down the street, but see him all the time. That's what he got. He has that squeaky clean. I don't think it's an act. I don't think he's somebody who's like actually got a CD side to all this. I don't think he's ever like oh I'm actually a perv or I'm, I'm whatever. I think he has, though, a vision of the world that it's like the world is too dirty. The world is full of crime. It's full of people that are not uh, of God, all these things. I think with this camp and with this little group that he has, Mm -hmm. the karate commandos, as they call them. (laughs) Yeah, the karate commandos. He is building an army, starting with mostly children, and he is brainwashing them. He doesn't think it's brainwashing. He thinks it's like, this is the way the world is. People are being evil and wicked and we got to stop them. So this is me putting together my army. And eventually he's just going to have a huge army of children. He, he's, getting, he's getting brainwashed too. Yeah. He's following his own plan. Well, I think his plan is just basically like, why can't everybody be nice to each other? Yeah. And if they aren't nice to each other, torture them and jump them in the ocean. Like that seems to be, it's like that kind of uh, brutal tactics to fight impoliteness. Is what I see him having. Okay. Like he'll, he'll kill you in the bathroom if he has to. If he has to, but he's like, oh, you shouldn't have made me done that. Oh. Oh, oh look at what you've done. 
<laughs> I got to chew you up in small pieces yeah. and throw you in the commode. Damn it, now I have to, yeah. Oh, dang it, I have to put it in the swear jar now. Oh, gosh darn it. He's got a swear jar, and they have a swear jar at the camp. <laughs> and I bet there are children that come home missing fingers because they couldn't, they, they cussed one too many times. Tale as old as time. That's how you learn. <laughs> and the kids... The kid that's with him too much. Like, we're not going to talk a lot about the team, I how, guess. How often is he with him? <sighs> He's with him a lot. He's spending a lot too of time much? with two. Yeah, I would say a little too much. Mm. I don't, and again, it's <laughs> what we were saying when we were watching the cartoon just now is that like, Chuck, it would be, it's a real easy, low-hanging fruit joke to be like, ah, look at this perv. He's the guy that's a pedophile. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he has a mustache or whatever. And he's hanging out with kids. I think he just, because of his um, milk toast nature and the, the way he talks and the way he looks, he is the teacher you have at school that everyone jokes about being the pedophile, and he's uh-huh. not, but everybody would believe it if anyone started that rumor. Yeah. Sadly, I think that at least this version of him, I don't know in real life, but like you put this guy in like, I don't know, some ill-fitting suit, put him in front of a bunch of high schoolers, I'll believe it. Yeah. <laughs> Destroy him. But too much is, I don't know, just some kid that runs around with this government-sanctioned team. I don't, maybe he's a lieutenant. I don't know. He's <laughs> With a baseball hat, with his, with his suit. With his suit. That's a good look. <laughs> that I can get behind. This kid, I'm worried about him. It tends to happen on these shows when there are kids no that family. Are, I mean, Chuck, Chuck's probably good family. I mean, whatever crazy bullshit he's cooking up over yeah. at the <laughs> summer camp. But my main issue is like, he seems developmentally... Weird, because he says his own name, which is too much, like too much. He says it. That's the first thing he says when yep. he cap- he catches a suitcase and he just goes to nobody too much. <laughs> and then he does it two other times. Too much. Too much. Apropos of nothing. He just says too much. He doesn't even make it a pun. It's like he's a Pokemon. He's just able to say his own name at varying or Groot or just like too much, too much. And he says other things, but I feel like there's something missing inside of him. During the opening theme of this show, they say, I think, don't they say Chuck Norris, man of action? Yes. Well, and he is. He's he's action-packed April. That's why he's here. I'd say more like man of traction. With all the wheels turning in this dang cartoon. Yeah, right. That's a Chuck Norris approved joke right there. No doubt, man. Chuck Norris is all kinds of mobile in this cartoon. I mean, everybody's on something, but he ends up touching like land, air, and sea, I would say. And all forms of transportation are covered. Uh, Any design, some of them very dangerous. Oh, yeah. He he keeps somehow, he keeps all of his digits. I don't know how. The first one that I think we see him in is the famous personal pan helicopter that we saw in Rambo. Where the blade is is literally six inches above your head. Oh, at best. Like that, that's if you're short, you're short torsoed. If you had to raise your arms or move your head in any way to look around, you need to do it very carefully. Uh, and he's just whipping around on this thing. I mean, it is basically a shrunk down helicopter with a full grown, uh, he's kind of short, but a, a mostly full grown man stuffed into <laughs> it. It seems very dangerous. And there was one on, uh, probably there's one on G.I. Joe because that's all these shows are really a, a rip of anyway. <laughs> Mostly full-grown men. Whoever manufactures those, because, again, there's one in Rambo that Rambo, John Rambo really loved using. Force of Freedom. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Whoever manufactures those probably has, like, a whole history of lawsuits from family members of heroes <laughs> who are just like, he, you chopped off the top of his head. Yeah, right. Or, or, or he's just, yeah, something. or they're just straight up dead. And then it's just like, yeah, but they still make them because guess what? Chuck Norris, he endorses it. And you can do gymnastics. on Right. Wall, Again, you know, he is so, around. is that even a thing that he would do? He's a karate man. <laughs> like, can he just jump around in the sky? 
He can do all that. Yeah. I mean, I'm asking the wrong guy. If oh. I really want the truth. I oh, think, yeah. yeah, yeah don't, it's, it, this me. is like, yeah, this is like asking, like, if I'm asking a Scientologist if Xenu is real. <laughs> Scientologists don't listen to that. Vulture, on the other hand, uses these, like a personalized jetpack mm-hmm. that turns you into a jet, which again, straight out of G.I. Joe. I forget what they're called over there, but it seems slightly less dangerous. But still dangerous. Well, still dangerous because <laughs> you've got a rocket on your back. Like, if you don't do it right, you explode. But that's less uh, gruesome a death to me than having just the very top of my brain chopped out. Yeah, I'm with you. I'll back you on that. You like that? Yeah. Which uh, would you choose? Uh, <sighs> drowning? Is that an option? More like drowning pool for you. You gotta go there with the new metal because it's action. I didn't even say it was bad. I'm just saying that you like your eyes said it was bad. Well, I can't hide what I actually feel, Travis. That's true. You know that you're kind of a jerk that way, but you know I love you. I love you too. Uh, There's also a lot of boats in the very beginning of the episode. Uh Chuck's all over those two. (laughs) He's jumping on one and then jumping back up into a helicopter. Action traction. Yeah, action traction Jackson. (laughs) Traction Jackson. It's a guy who ends up in traction all the time at the hospital. (laughs) Bags always packed. Absolutely. He's just ready to go. He's like, please. It's my second home. Yeah, just a stopwatch around his neck. At one point, Chuck runs into an airplane hangar. Mm -hmm. He runs in. I don't even know where they are. Like this show jumps around and and (laughs) it's funny because I was bored with it, but there was a lot happening on screen. Like they go to 12 different places. Uh Chuck runs into an airplane hangar and there's a guy at night, I think, working on what looks like a World War One prop plane. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's the kind that you need to have, like the leather cap and the goggles to fly usually. And that's the only one the guy has apparently in the entire hangar. Like if I'm Chuck, I'm saying, hey, guy. You got anything at, like since the Wright brothers yeah. that I can use <laughs> post. That's not a prototype. Something that's going to fly. Yes, but it does. He flies it pretty well. He ends up being shot out of the sky by like a 1986 drone. So like that is something that should have happened a lot sooner. Yeah. Like that should have been an immediate loss for him. 1986 drone. huh? Yeah. Well, yeah, because the current drones, I'm sure, are way different. Yeah. I mean, probably. they're probably really good. Yeah. Obama was just slinging those things. <laughs> I imagine an 86 drone is like a, is like a remote control. <laughs> no, you know what I mean? Well, like the drone itself is probably Johnny five from short circuit. <laughs> like, it's just, it's like you can hear it 12 miles away. The, the, <laughs> like the wheels on it, on a, yeah. like on a tractor. So it's like, <laughs> I'm coming. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They're, they're, the scientists are making discoveries while it's, while it's flying. Yes. Well, in this case, it just looks like a rocket, like yeah. just a missile. It's like, is that a drone? I think that's just a heat seeking missile, but whatever guys. I mean, y'all, y'all know better than me. You're, Ruby Spears, mm. you're all about action. Mm-hmm. They brought us a lot of action. Thundar the Barbarian, Rambo the Man. Force of Freedom. And you know what, Travis? I've got a Chuck Norris fact for you. Oh, I know I've been poo-pooing them all the time. I've got a Chuck Norris fact for you. Okay. Chuck Norris drives a karate mobile with built-in shurikens, throwing stars. Mm. Is this true? Can you confirm? Confirmed. Confirmed. We got it, folks. I've been confirmed, everyone. I've been confirming. He drives like a red, like sports car that has a Chinese symbol or whatever, Japanese, whatever. You, who knows? It's probably yeah. made up on the front, and it has in plain sight gigantic yellow throwing stars yeah. that are the equivalent thereof. Like they look more like uh, like saw blades is really what they are, right? Which right. is a very deadly weapon. Like if you ever use it on a person, no good. Yeah, you'd be gone. He would be a murderer, mm-hmm. or in his eyes, a cleanser. <laughs> He's the holy murderer. (laughs) This car is in the, they don't really talk about it. Like it just shows up and you just accept that just like Batman should have a Batmobile. Chuck Norris has the karate mobile, 
But this thing is like really impressive. It has a lot of weaponry and he takes on five spy cars or whatever that are all the way that the whole, the action is animated. It just looks like kids playing with Hot Wheels. It looks really dumb. But he just takes them all out to the point that he cuts like two cars in half. They crash into a gas station and the whole thing goes up in flames. It's atomized. There's nothing yeah. left. Like he straight up murdered whoever was in those cars. How do you feel about the idea of Chuck Norris killing? Hmm? Chuck Norris. He, uh, the idea. Well, if he kills bad, that's good. If he kills good, then that's bad. This is uh, another edition of Caveman Ethics with <laughs> Travis. <laughs> Him kill good, bad. Listen, Chuck Norris only kills if he has to. If he feels like, you know. That, yeah, if that he decides that's yeah. necessary. Yeah. It, it doesn't. He would never say, oh, I just did that because I wanted to. Right. They made him do it, basically. Yes. The, yeah. Okay. I just wanted to get that on record, and uh, you'll be a character witness for him <laughs> at some point, I'm sure. So by 1986, which is when this cartoon came out. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Yeah. Just a reminder for okay, you guys. If you. y'all weren't paying attention, that 20 other times we talked about it. Fucking assholes. <laughs> I guess, I mean, TMNT came out that year. Was it 87? So maybe this was a Vanguard thing, you know, where it's like, hey, we're doing ninjas all over the place. And I don't see how we got canceled (laughs) after five episodes. (laughs) Because there's ninjas all over this. I think Ruby Spears just had a thing for ninjas because, again, like Rambo has ninjas out the wazoo. Like, it's all they have. I got a thing for uh, for ninjas. Baby, baby need ninja. (laughs) Like Joe Ruby or whichever one it is. Like, hair was just teased up. He's like, man, he's like, I just, uh, Love those ninjas. Yeah, he's got like a leather jacket, like a loud colored leather yeah, jacket. And on the back it says ninja lover. <laughs> the ninjas on this show, like mm-hmm. pretty much every show, including the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, because they're not quiet ninjas. Maybe there's like two breeds of ninja, two schools. Yeah. And one is old the kind. School. Yeah, there's the old school, which is we stay quiet. We don't let people see us. We take out contract or we, we fulfill contracts on people. Yeah. We uh, basically are magic. Then there's the other kind of ninja, which is we fire new lasers. New, yeah, like new. Mm-hmm. It's like in you school, probably yeah. like new ninja, ninja, <laughs> where you yell, you uh-huh. ride boats in broad daylight, mm-hmm. fire lasers, uh, do what should be quiet jobs extra loud. They're not your grandpa's ninja. These ain't your father's ninjas. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, sorry. These ain't your grandpa's ninjas. You imagine that? It's, a, it's like the Andy Griffith show. <laughs> it's like well, it's like, it's like they're rebranding as uh-huh. ninjas. They're like, <laughs> we've changed a few things around the offices of the ninjas. <laughs> And it's like women and children and people of various ethnicities. It's like, we're changing it up over here. We've caught up with the times. We're not living in the past. No, sir. Not these ninjas. Well, these ninjas aren't, but they're basically, they could be any hoodlums just put into black body suits with masks. They're on on speedboats to start with. That's the first sign of ninjas we have is men on one of the louder vehicles (laughs) to be out there. Just ballsy with it. Yeah. They're they're not hiding anything. It's broad daylight and they're firing lasers at, you looked it up, didn't you? It's Mm -hmm. Venice. Well, I didn't look it up. Oh, okay, but, okay. You took you. It looks. I, okay. in, the, in here, I looked it up. Okay. They're on the ocean. There's a gigantic metal wall, and then there's some city on the other side of that. <laughs> and they shoot one hole in that wall, and all of the city is, it's it's Katrina. It's Hurricane Katrina all mm-hmm. over again. And they're flooded up to the second floor. It's the, it's the Hoover Gosh Dam. <laughs> <laughs> It's absolutely the Hoover gosh damn. 
the the Hoover hat dam. Ooh, a sow. They they flood an entire city <laughs> to to commit a crime that is robbing a bank of one suitcase. This is something that one ninja should be doing quietly, <laughs> not not causing like <laughs> an ecological disaster. This is going to be months of cleanup for this place. People died. Again, I assure you somebody drowned in all of this. Yeah. Are you New York City cops or are yeah. you ninjas? <laughs> is this ninjas? Like to stop kill- just quiet down, guys. You can go and talk to your your, your lieutenant all to get one microchip out of a bank vault. Uh-huh. This is like all of Ocean's Eleven is about doing this without getting caught. Uh-huh. And that's a bunch of dumb American actors. These George Clooney minorly is dumb. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm sorry. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> like these men are supposed to be magic people. <laughs> yeah. Men ninjas are supposed to have ninja magic that allows them to be stealthy. I'll back you on that. Yeah. Hey, well, yeah. Question. Sure. So earlier you called out a roundhouse kick. Pretty fast on the show. And on I, the show. I, I wasn't sure if you were like, you know, you're trying to stunt with me. You know, you're trying to, show, you know, tell me, show yeah. me what you got. Well, so we were watching the cartoon, uh-huh. and then uh, Chuck Norris in his tuxedo yeah. did like half a roundhouse kiss, <laughs> a kick, <laughs> a roundhouse kiss, <laughs> a roundhouse kick. Did you take any of the karate? Yeah, if you'll remember, uh, I made it through Taekwondo up to camo belt because the place that I went as a kid was a fucking. Money soak. Oh, <laughs> they they were inventing new colors yeah. and lying probably about. Oh no, that's two shades of red. They're different belts to get people to be in the program for longer. So right, I lost interest, but I think it was also like uh, they lost their souls a little bit. You know, mm. yeah. No, I just knew it was a roundhouse kick because he turned around, he spun and like barely lifted his leg. He spun the whole house. He spun, the whole yeah. house spun. That's how you know. <laughs> that's how you know. What about you? Self defense. Took self defense for one year. Is it do, does that include a particular martial art or is it its own martial art? It's its own, I guess. I think it was just some bullshit like uh, at the at the YMCA. Yeah, yeah. Did you have to wear like the gray sweatpants and shirt like you're in a <laughs> like you're a cop in training? Because everyone has to wear that when you're doing self defense and no. <laughs> hand combat. And, and like you, you, you have you have like the rape guy. Who's, yeah, who's, yeah. Like, the man the in the suit. Yeah, yeah. And the and, like the suit that keeps him from getting bit by dogs. The rape guy. <laughs> the, the rape guy. We hired a new rape guy to play the rape guy. The cops like, hey, who's who's playing rape guy? Today yeah, who's the class? actor? He's known for a long running role as the rape guy at the local PD. <laughs> well, these ninjas are barely above that level because yeah. you don't even really see them doing much martial arts. They'll they'll do the thing where they descend on lines on the side of the building. They break through windows in a public place. Like this is a few somersaults. A few somersaults. Mm-hmm. They're not. I mean, I, there's probably a few guys in there that have some uh, tumbling. In the background, some like guys who are like you know male cheer- cheerleaders. Yeah, yeah. Probably some of those guys made it into Vulture, uh-huh. and now they're ninjas for Vulture. <laughs> I'm a ninja for hire. But the uh, with this show alone, but also with Rambo, because last show that we covered from Rambo was the Ninja Dog, mm-hmm. and a bunch of ninjas fucking up left and right over there too, making a bad name for ninjas. The <laughs> I, I think the United Ninja Federation. I would think at that time with uh-huh. that TMNT, all this shit coming out, probably had to do like a few press releases where they're just it's a statement yeah. where they come out and they've got the masks on and they're trying to be quiet because they're uh-huh. ninjas. It's just like this is not who we are. Yeah. This does not represent ninjadom. What these people are doing is not ninjutsu. <laughs> this is hoodlumry. <laughs> they must have, because it's like a defamation league should have been reaching out like, this is making a bad name for ninjas. We're going to have to get ahead of this, guys. We, we got to get out in front of this. <laughs> and you better get behind it. And on top of it. Get right on top of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right on it. 
Now, these ninjas are not acting alone. They are agents of V.U.L.T. You are. All right, we got to start over. Okay. V. You made me. I go one, you go one. Yes. Never explained what the acronym is for. And frankly, I don't need to know. No. I kind of like just making up my own thing. It's not going to make sense. Voluptuous users love to undermine. Yep. Uranium? I already got the U. That's about as good as you My brain seeping out of my ears. Receptacles every day. Okay. Boom. Someone put that together. Make us a logo, please. Draw something. A vulture. So that's what the claw is in charge of. But vulture... It's really just like boys club of evil dudes because uh-huh. it's like five guys. Claw's the leader. He is a bald, you know, supervillain. There uh-huh. is no mistaking him for anything but a supervillain. Right. And he has a big mechanical claw for an arm that he has to sharpen. Uh-huh. He has a guy come in with just a, a gray suit. Like it could be an accountant. Probably is. Yeah. And this man comes in and like with a little box that opens up, sharpens this mechanical metal claw with a look of joy on his face. Like barely contained, just like... I can't believe he lets me do this. <laughs> what a weird choice. Like, and it's him trying to intimidate the people in the room. Like, you right. know, this could be coming for you. Weird moment. And I feel like Claw is always like two seconds away from being naked at any time. He should be. He's <laughs> he's living in a castle or whatever in the Alps or wherever the hell or the Himalayas. Like, he is in flowy robes. So yeah. he might he want he's as naked as you can be while having all your clothes on. Yeah, he's always just a stone's throw away from yeah. naked. Well, he's very, naked he's, I love his voice. He's very confident, very yeah. uh, suave sounding. The new memory core for the NATO defense computer, which was mine a few hours ago until that idiot bungled it, arrives in New York in three days. Imposter, I want it. But this time, I don't want Norris to stop me. Get him out of the way and I'll pay you three million dollars fail me well what can i say vulture has like when they meet there at the alps or whatever whatever clause place is it's just a very unprofessional atmosphere the way that they're talking to each other because they're throwing blame around yeah like he's like uh did you cause this uh-huh. and some guy's like no and then another person's going like yeah i did <laughs> like it reminds me of like being on like a little league team all right folks who fucked up out there like a bad coach like a bad dad who's just like his manhood is tacked on to whether they won or not. He's like, right. Billy, I just need you to step up front and own this shit. You sucked it up out there. Come on, step up. Own it. <laughs> like It just doesn't feel very conducive to success, yeah. which they don't win. So maybe that's part of the problem. When they get in there, there's this room that they meet in uh-huh. that has a giant long table. It's like a medieval castle. It's way too close to that throne. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, you were absolutely right, Travis. The table, which should be like, if you're sitting at a throne, which they have in there. You're going to want some space to You want some at. space, not only for design, but also to like put some separation between you, the manager, the boss, mm-hmm. and them. He is, Claw's not a, like a manager, a, what they would call a serving manager, a servitude manager, where it's like, what can oh, I do to make your job better? Yeah. <laughs> no, he's like, do the job or you get dead. Yeah. You get clawed and you get pinched. And then he crosses his legs and he knocks his table over. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like, it is like they just moved in and they haven't figured out the place yet. <laughs> this throne is nuts. 
because it's really just like a, a tall back wooden chair, but then it has lion's heads on the armrests, yeah. and it has a horned skull at the top of it, and behind it, etched into the wall, mm-hmm. are like giant bat wings and demon symbols, and there are torches. Like, I knew that he was a terrorist. I didn't know that he was one of these satanic terrorists <laughs> that we have in the world, because that's what because we don't know what he's actually after, right. but it looks like he is... Into some cult shit, probably. But <laughs> judging by that, or maybe it's just an act. Like he wants people to think that that's what he's into. Yeah. He's like, oh, this? I just bought it because it looked evil. <laughs> he goes around just like spurring some sage around, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, just to throw people. I, I think he would. He's smart enough for that. Really, really, he, he wants eucalyptus to be the scent, but he's like, you know, I gotta you know, like, I gotta, I gotta sell this evil thing, babe. <laughs> His at one point he is Babes. speaking into a microphone, uh-huh. like a handheld <laughs> microphone, your typical one, and he's holding it intentionally. They did this, I'm sure, with his gigantic metal claw. He's <laughs> like pinching just the end of it. It is the day. It looks like a lollipop <laughs> in his claw. <laughs> it's so dainty, and it looks like he's talking into a computer with it. It's like a karaoke set. Like he's gonna sing karaoke with it like that. It's very he, dainty looking. He could thread a needle with that bad boy though. He is very dexterous with it. You're right. Claw has employed, I don't even know the guy's name because he gets, they get rid of him. I'm sure they, they kill a man. He doctor evils this guy. <laughs> like there's a red haired, like he looks like a Hitler youth. He's got the shaved on the sides, like alt-right type of haircut going on yep. who led the ninjas. I don't know why they didn't just get a ninja to lead the ninjas. He led them and they failed with the microchip mm-hmm. uh, retrieval the first <laughs> time. So when they get back, he sits in one of the chairs and Claw just presses a button Chair goes down, guy falls down, so kills him. That's my assumption. He falls into a fiery pit of snakes or something. (laughs) Dang, a fire. Flaming snakes. Fire retardant snakes that can survive flame and eat people for a living. Is that a thing? It is in Claw's castle. I'm taking my feet up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't blame you. (laughs) Eventually, like near the end of the scene. Yeah. The chair comes back. <laughs> it doesn't it doesn't like fall and then come back up. It goes away. There's a minute of conversation and then the chair finally makes its way back up the the thing it fell down or whatever. Yeah, like, it, like 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 it takes that long to come back yes, up the, the It was such a weird choice, but I love it cuz it, it makes sense. It's like, yeah, you don't want to waste a chair. You, you got to get the damn thing. Yeah. You keep those chairs. Like he's, he probably just moved in. He's like that was the first 3 years, but that yeah. was a lot of money. No, 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 no. We were hemorrhaging. Yeah, we figured it out pretty quick not to do that. What what are we like I just don't usually it comes right back. <laughs> it's like, like a whole minute. It uses less energy. You don't build an, an evil empire by being wasteful. You just don't do it. That's true. Guys, come on. So he offers $3 million for the life of Chuck Norris. A million, zillion dollars. Yeah. Three million. I, I don't know what hit, hit people. I'm sure there's any number of uh, genders associated with people who murder. So let's not get specific. Okay. Hit people. Yeah. Hit folks. Hit persons. I don't know what like a typical life goes for, but that's a high risk job. So three million dollars in 86 to kill what is a government agent that is, you know, pretty much unbeatable in the show. He's going to get you. And he does. So, like, I just feel like it's cheap. It's kind of insulting to Chuck Norris. And I'm not even that big of a Chuck Norris guy. And I think that's insulting. But three milli. I mean, three million eighty six. It's a it's a lot. But I mean. Okay, like if it's like, hey, I'll I'll pay you to kill a government official of another country, mm-hmm. and it's like, uh, how much? Three million. You're like, well, 
I will be hunted for the rest of my life. Maybe uh, I, I can't ever show my face anywhere again, and I probably will be caught eventually and, and murdered yeah. So by the government. You're, so, like, you're like, nothing ever works out for me, yeah, so yeah. I will for sure get busted. Maybe I should mask for a little bit more so I can be happier before <laughs> I get killed. It just seems like a small amount. But like he actually says, like, to kill him, he just killed somebody, Claw, and he is hiring some, a hitman, yeah. hiring somebody to kill Chuck Norris. This is, as far as Saturday morning cartoons, this is like HBO-level rawness, or at least Showtime. <laughs> at <laughs> so, the least. Yeah, at the very least, you're do, dealing with some Showtime here. These May, vulture, maybe USA. These vulture guys are legit. I don't. They're all a joke <laughs> in one way, but they are legit because they're murdering, and you know how else they're legit. We've proven this a thousand times on mm-hmm. this show. Attempted child murder dude they take the too much out of annoyance just throw him <laughs> over the side of a cliff <laughs> just say you know what kid i can't do it anymore sorry go be babysat by god because i'm throwing you down the well he's in pure danger for like 20 minutes yeah <laughs> no one's too concerned with it because he's a government agent i guess like maybe he's one of these people that just doesn't like they look very young yeah i don't too too much but i don't, I don't think so but yeah, they, they are willing to, they're putting out hits on people. Uh-huh. They are a, a terrorist organization, possibly with satanic origins. And also, <laughs> you, you whisper this. <laughs> don't tell anyone. And they're in the business of killing kids if they get in the way or if they just get annoying. Vulture, it's a real deal. Yeah. What, what did that stand for again? Virtuous. Understood. Losers. Mm-hmm. Till. You, that's just a you, okay. letter yeah. U that means you. Gotcha. React endearingly. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Need it again? Vulture is more than one man. It's like, you know, it's not the... <laughs> We the culture of the claw. Yeah, it's like claw. Claw is not all of vulture. Sorry, he may be the boss, but he's not the guy who makes the trains run on time. Yeah. So we got a few guys to go over here. Mm-hmm. One of them is the fellow that he hires to kill Chuck Norris. That man's only name given is Imposter. <laughs> His deal is that he's supposed to be like a master of disguise. <laughs> that's that's the pitch. That's the they don't even say it, but you know that's what they mean. Like imposter just lets me know that you're fake. It just lets me know it doesn't mean you're good at it. It doesn't mean you even like that's something you accuse somebody of being. Uh, you're an imposter. That's not the king. Your your credibility is questioned. Yeah, already. And I mean, and you're you know, you're dealing with uh, terrorists, you're dealing with whatever. So like whatever. But it's just like as a name, there's better names yeah. to go with. Like there's a lot of names you could choose besides I'm the imposter. Questionable. My yeah. name is questionable. It's like, am I talking to the right guy? You're like, I don't know. I'm the imposter. It's, I need to know if I'm going to pay you. He sounds like a Dick Tracy villain. Yeah. He is like, he, his voice, he looks, he has alopecia mm-hmm. because he has no eyebrows, no hair. His face is elongated. So he has like an egg, a literal egghead. Uh, and he sounds, his voice is hilarious. But this guy, his idea of a disguise is a wig, maybe a uniform telling you that he works a certain job mm-hmm. and no attempt whatsoever to change his voice or accent, which is very distinct. Don't worry. I'll know how to handle Norris. Can I help you? Fill it up, please. And check the radiator. I'm running a little hot. Excuse me. Didn't I see you earlier today? No, you must be mistaken. Hey, nobody will ever understand that this is how I sound. You'll never... You'll never hear my voice again. I'm 12 different stereotypes. Yeah, like I'm a little girl licking a lollipop right now. <laughs> hey, don't even notice me. <laughs> hey, over here, you know. It's... 
I'm a, what do you say? I'm a little girl eating the viper. I'm a little girl eating the lolly. I'm just looking at a lolly right now. Are the pigtails too much? Hey, honey. I'm also a father right now. Oh, and I'm also the mother. I'm posing as an entire family at once over here. <laughs> hey, Chuck Norris, don't look at me. <laughs> He's just saying it the whole time. Yeah. He's in the background like, hey, hey, Chuck Norris, don't look at me. <laughs> Not over here. I'm definitely not the imposter. But that works, though. That works for that <laughs> yeah. scene. Chuck's like, that's weird. What do, well, I guess it's Dude's being super obvious. It's not him. But yeah, he doesn't He doesn't change. Like He shows up as a gas station attendant and a waiter. <laughs> and at the very end, an old lady that's trying to run away from the whole thing, which is just great. He, and and now, I mean, every time. And then Chuck Norris, who isn't a detective, uh-huh. let's say, like we know that. But Correct. they treat him like he has all of these skills that I, I just don't. OK, I'm not 100 percent on that. OK, I'm just not 100 percent there. OK, <laughs> but so that seems weird to me that he, I don't have to be a detective to say you are the exact man I saw earlier with a weird voice <laughs> and a weird face. And you're wearing a wig and a waiter's uniform. <laughs> That's not a detective skill. That's a human sight skill. This guy his, I mean. He's bad, surprisingly bad at his job. Now, I mean, he only gets away with things because of other people's failings, I mm-hmm. would say. But his level of how he does it, because he seems to have confidence about it. He is like a guy who would have a YouTube account, like a channel, where he just reenacts scenes from like Reservoir Dogs or something like that. Okay, like okay. one of these guys who thinks he's an actor and he probably has, like he'll give you a business card that has a link that is dead to a MySpace page where Ooh, he used to have shit yeah, on there. Yeah. And he thinks, I don't know, maybe it's still working. I haven't checked it, but I am an actor for sure. <laughs> and I'm, if you're not going to use that card, I'm going to need that back. Please. I will like it, but yeah, I, I'm running out. I got them for free. It's a one-time deal. I don't want to waste them. <laughs> The imposter at the end, when everything is wrapped up and everybody either got away or got captured, those that aren't yep. aren't important get captured. Imposter is just on a beach, kind of hobbling away at a higher speed than I guess an old woman on a on a cane should. Yeah. But he's he's in a wig and a shawl and a skirt. Does he just carry these with him? Like he was present. How where does he hide this shit? Yes. Must. You're correct. Must. See, now you really didn't even support anything that happens around Chuck Norris, I feel like. Yeah. Yes. Okay. (laughs) Don't know why I'm acting surprised. Don't know why I'm acting surprised. (laughs) At the end of this whole thing, like the plot, we're not digging into it a lot because it's really (laughs) ho-hum. It's more about the weirdness of the people that are participating and, in, how, in and how many places Chuck Norris can go and he he goes to all of them uh-huh. checks them all off he, it's turns, like, he turns into Carmen San Diego in this one <laughs> he does and there's a lot of like planes with propellers that I'm very worried that people are going to walk into the whole time that they're going from <laughs> one place to another <laughs> they end up in our favorite place the place where all action tunes mm-hmm. like have a timeshare yep. where they're allowed or it's like a set where they all have time that they're supposed to. Hey, guy, Transformers is going to like start recording around four o'clock today. So we need you guys to be wrapped up Yeah, because it's the mountainous wastelands <laughs> not defined as a I, I certain place. I need the cavern place. in a second. Yeah, okay, oh, man. Uh, Thundercats is going to be here tomorrow. You guys better clean up your shit. <laughs> This has got to look like Thundera by tomorrow. Dude, come on. Mumra's set takes a while, man. <laughs> like, that's where they end up. And of course, you know, hey, I'm all for it. Yeah. They're all over the place. They end up there. Chuck ends up fighting his old nemesis from the first episode, the Super Ninja, who is pretty much the, like a negative role model as to uh-huh. what ninjas are supposed to be. <laughs> he 
long hair exposed, uh, a purple costume, a little, <laughs> little, a little chubbier than. It depends on when he's getting drawn. Like he definitely looks like he he he's built more like one of those old WWF like action figures uh-huh. that are you can't move their body at all. <laughs> right. His voice is still it slays me because he screams everything. He doesn't. He's again the opposite of what a ninja traditionally right. is. I'll finish Norris. I've told you that. Norris, come to me, Norris, so I can finish you off once and for all. Time up, Norris is around here. I can feel it. Norris, another time for you and me, Norris. Norris. And so he's so personally invested in this. Right. Now I'm calling him Norris because I'm getting mad. I have to make up that uh, something happened okay. between the two of them in the past. Like, it, at very least, Chuck like beat him in a karate tournament, and now he's you know sworn revenge. Or Chuck slept with his girlfriend at some point, the Super Ninja, <sighs> and then it's like, one. oh shit, he won. You know, he stole her away from me. Norris. <laughs> or like, I, it also like there's one point when he steal when he steals when he kidnaps too much. Super yeah. Ninja's the one that does it. He's got him in the car. And he's holding one, on to one him. One of the ten times. One of the, yeah, this kid is being handed off like a hot potato. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's holding him in the car. It just looks like he's so fucking mad at this kid. And I started to wonder, is Super Ninja, did he grow up a fan of Chuck Norris? He wishes that he could have been the teen sidekick, but he aged out of the part. Okay. So now he's just like, Norris, you will respect me! Because he, he he acts like, he'll say all these things like, I'll know. Because they think that Chuck's dead at one point. Right. And he says, I'm not so sure. And then later he's like, I'll know when he's dead. As if to say, like, me and this guy are connected at the heart. And I know everything that happens to him supernaturally. And I'll, like, that's giving himself this, this relationship with Chuck. Clearly he wants something from him. He wants his respect. He wants to best him something, but he's trying too hard. Yeah. As it like the claw, that guy's great. I like him. He seems confident in himself. He doesn't need your approval. Mm-hmm. Super Ninja seems like he needs everybody's approval. Yeah. And, and he's not getting it because he's a shitty ninja. <sighs> he's no good at it. <laughs> he's no bueno. Well, no. And he gets it. So he gets caught up with by Chuck. On a another speedboat, mm-hmm. we we end as we began. It's a symmetry. Action traction. <laughs> traction Jackson. It's traction April. <laughs> Everyone's in traction. No podcast. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. They fight on a, a speedboat. Is a very small space to have a fight. For me, I like to have a lot of room. I like I, my my limbs just flail. I like a gym. I need I need a gymnasium. I am basically a gymnast when I'm fighting, and how quickly I run away or jump out of out of harm's way. Yeah. They're fighting. This is when they start to really look in the animation like mm-hmm. they are just like uh, sloppy men, sloppy dad bod men. <laughs> this is a great opportunity for another slow paced, bumbling fist fight between a man who calls himself Super Ninja and one of the world's foremost martial artists. Yeah. And the way that they fight is like two guys who close the bar for the night <laughs> yeah. and they're out on the street fighting over who's going to drive home. Yeah. Like they are fighting like like. Falling over, like like if a dad fought another dad. One sloppy roundhouse is coming your way. Exactly. Yeah, you better live. I'm gonna tell you something. You're not gonna tell me. I can't do a roundhouse. You <laughs> like that's that's the body language they're doing. It's not graceful in the least. The whole thing wraps up. I mean, it's just again the plot. Who cares? In this case, uh, they get the, there was a plot here. Barely. <laughs> it, they. Well, I mean, it's just a bunch of running arounds. 
That's what it is. Yeah. <laughs> just a scene changing behind them. Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> they just they just flash like 20 different Pyramids scenes behind them. Snow. But they get the computer chip. They get the kid. They they <laughs> actually this is great. Vulture thinks they're dead. Uh-huh. They have a big old 18 wheeler. Vulture does that. They open up thinking that there's going to be, I guess, weapons in it or whatever. Mm-hmm. They open it up. And inside is the karate mobile running like the engine is revving and all of the karate commandos are stuffed into it, except for the sumo wrestler who's on the front perched like on all fours, like a wild animal. <laughs> he's, he's the most agile sumo wrestler <laughs> and they drive out of the truck and it's it's great. It's a, it's a Trojan horse moment. It's very funny. It's like that car is a, another member of the karate commandos. I would say it's a full on character at he, that point. He earned it. He did. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> Actually, I wish it was a talking car, like a Knight Rider or even a Herbie. Dude. Wait, is Herbie a talking car? It has a Love soul. Bug? Okay, it but it's not, it doesn't, no, talk. It doesn't talk. It communicates through Hong Kong. Hong Kong. Yeah, Hong Kong. Yeah, yeah, it speaks Hong Kong. And light blinking. <laughs> Hong Kong's and blink blinks. <laughs> but yeah, they that's their that's their crowning achievement in this whole thing is that they surprise people with a running car <laughs> inside yeah. of a truck. <laughs> and the day is saved, as usual. At the end, mm-hmm. Chuck makes some corny ass joke. To the karate commandos. Mm-hmm. And they all laugh heartily in ways that it, it kind of looks like it's the way you laugh when your boss makes a joke. Like you're not even assessing whether it's funny. Like it could be very funny, but the laugh that you're giving is not based on that. It is just ah, like it's just already you just know. You saw my paycheck. Yeah. You saw my paycheck. You hear the cadence of a joke, you start laughing, you <laughs> yeah. know, from a certain person. Right. Wow. It's the imposter. Sure is. And he'll have a lot of time to work on his new identity. What's that, boss? A jailbird. (laughs) (laughs) They're kind of giving that laugh, but then I thought, I don't know, maybe they are really enjoying this joke. Maybe this is further proof of the brainwashing that's occurring. He has already squeegeed their minds to think that (laughs) milk and cookies before bed, I'll take two. Sleepy time. (laughs) Jokes shouldn't have cuss words in them. These kinds of things. I feel like he has already worked his magic on them and he doesn't see anything wrong with it. That's Chuck's world. He's making there. He is trying to make the world world. a little chuckier Mm -hmm. one day at a time. He's doing a great job. So I definitely am interested to come back and hear about this terror train. I stay. That's coming up in episode I stay three. Interested. Yeah, I know you've been interested the whole time. Yes, like you've got a Google search out. What has a Google alert mm-hmm. out on any time that <laughs> Chuck Norris Karate Commandos Days Past Tune Cast? When are we doing it? Yeah, alert it's me. Searched. Alert yeah, me. yeah. I just love Chuck Norris. I yeah. I just yeah. Yeah, I know. Chuck, I know dude. Travis. Yeah, Tune was cool, but I, I just love. But you were just more interested in the first the 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 Norris connection. Yes. Yeah. The it's live, there. The, the live footage at the beginning was made my day. Well, if not sooner, because I'm I'm open to it, but there's only five of these. So, like, do you want to eat all of your Cadbury eggs? Yes. Yeah, I do. At once? Yeah, I do. Okay. Well, we can't because mm. we got other other actions to tackle and fry okay. here for this all month. Right. But maybe sooner than next year, but certainly next action-packed April. We'll be back, Chuck. <laughs> See you then. <laughs> Salute. Thank you, everyone, for joining us on our first excursion into the actiony actiony goodness of action packed april nunchuck world nunchuck world (laughs) it's my favorite mario level (laughs) 
<laughs> I would love to play Mario game that's every like world instead of being element themed like fire, wood, grass, uh-huh. whatever. It's just like nunchuck, sword, sigh, sword world. Yeah, sword world. <laughs> sword, sword lake. <laughs> uh, come back next week. We're gonna keep that action rolling. We're gonna keep screaming. We're gonna keep sweating. Travis, it's you and me locked in this room. Dude, we got it. we're going to burn it out, man. We're going to sweat it out here. Burn it out, yep. Until then, you can follow us on Twitter, at DPTooncast. You can email us, dptooncast at gmail.com. And you can also follow us on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash dptooncast. Please, whatever platform you use to listen to this podcast, find some way, even if you have to invent a way, to rate and or review us. Get on that. Get Start creative. Inve- yeah, get creative. What's guys. your action about? Would you... <laughs> Tell us what your action's about, okay? By rating and or reviewing us. All right, pretty, pretty, pretty please. Check out our music video. It's a mashup of 1992's X-Men animated series theme with Sir Mix-A-Lot's Baby Got Back. Just search Days Past Tombcast. Uh, double up. Uh, 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 uh. Uh, uh, on YouTube. Yes, on the YouTube. We had a guest on recently. A guest on from Beauty and the Beast was on, right? Yep. It's Beauty and the Beast? Okay. Yeah. That checks out. We know cartoons. <laughs> A uh, recent guest of the show, Allie Hardgrave, and I have Woo-hoo. a new podcast called The Parables, P-A-I-R-ables, because she and I pair up to talk about nerdy things. Video games, comics, sure, but what other stuff are you a nerd for? And what are we nerds for? Anybody can be a nerd about anything, any damn time they want, and that's what we're all about over there. You can find it in all the podcast places that people find podcast things. I love it. All right, Travis, I think the chopper's here to lift us out, okay? So uh, I just need you to put on this harness real quick and just... Here you go. Get, get saddled up. All right. Yeah. Real quick. All right, guys. All right, folks. Until next time, tutor my duder. America, tutor my duder. Oh, my carumbas are hot and ready. And you're like, man, I want to eat something. Some hot carumbas. Some hot carumbas, please. I'll take three. <laughs> I'll t- they come in trios because naturally that's how they occur in nature. Yeah. A trio of carumbas. A bundle. A whole. A, bushel. a bundle. Ah! 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 Well, maybe. No, you no. I don't think. What so. about night? Uh, like, if you work for a, sh- uh, a Footlocker, you might call it Sock Morton. Well, if you're from Australia uh, and you have a big knife, you might call it Croc Morton. Or if you're like into um, locksmith stuff, you could call it Lock Morton. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Just need one more play. I just need yeah. you to play with me for a second. <clears throat> Always. You know, maybe we should hang out on a clock, clock Morton. If I, if you're a watchmaker. <laughs> Don't want no short dork man. Short dork daddy. <laughs> I got a short dork daddy. <laughs> Speedboat Billy. <laughs> that would say no way, Uncle Sam. You ain't putting mm-hmm. me in that. Ah, you murdered me. <laughs> My family. I hope he has other arms that he can like interchange because that one's only got one use. Moida. <laughs> you know, hey, well, did you, honestly though. Yeah. Did you know that, that Chuck <laughs> Norris can build a snowman out of rain? Did you know that?